A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello everybody, welcome to Our Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello Scott. Dosh, my friend, we got word the other week that PlayStation, Sony themselves are shutting down the PS3, PSP, and PS Vita storefronts. As of July 2nd, the Vita one's going to be closing later in August. I think it's August 27th. Um, but that process seems to have already begun in secret, um, with the forums over on PSN profiles realizing that a whole bunch of games are no longer being able to ping for their online updates, for patches, yeah. for trophy access, for everything like that. Um, and it's affecting a whole bunch of games. So, um, so far, this is written up by VGC, um, it affects about 30 different PlayStation 3 games uh, and like I said they're not able to detect patches they're not able to be updated to the version you would want if you're paying money for them um, because Sony's whole thing right now is that you can make the most of the time that's left to you before July you hoover up all the games and it'll all be fine um, and that's apparently not really the case um, so just to sort of round up some of the titles that are covered here um, Battlefield 4 Just Cause 2 Soul Calibur 4 multi- m- Multiple Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 <laughs> Tekken Tag Tournament 2 Payday 2 Operation Flashpoint Dragon Rising Ghostbusters Castlevania Lords of Shadow and both SOCOM games, or at least two SOCOM games, uh, SOCOM 4 uh, and Special Forces, um, and a whole bunch more. So it's pretty high-profile stuff. It's not like they've, yeah. you know, you know, like swept away some, you know, something that maybe, maybe people weren't actively playing or looking forward to, or maybe, you know, looking forward to playing again, or maybe would rebuy before July. Um, and so there's a little bit more um, to the overall situation, but what do you, what does this strike you as surprising at all? Scotty T, nothing is surprising anymore. Every single time I go to bed, I have Jim Ryan's voice in my head. <laughs> <laughs> big, thick Johnny voice um, talking about how much no one likes old games and no one wants to play them, so why not just make the patches not work while just we're shutting down everything else? Just, yeah, kill the past, let it die, etc., etc. <laughs> and it just kind of like, it sucks because like you said, some of those games are really good and a lot of them are mm-hmm. really high profile as well. Some of them you can imagine people are going out to buy before the whole thing gets taken offline. Um, and then they're going to be hit with this idea that the patches don't work. They're not getting the best version of the game that they want to play. And it's just, mm-hmm. it just feels so like backward to me. Like we've done so many videos in the past about how it seems like the gaming world was moving forward, how they were finally mm. seemingly embracing their back catalogue and weren't being like they were in previous generations, where it was a hard cut off, and they just said, "No, you don't need, it. you don't need to worry about any of these. You're probably not going to play them anyway. Just focus on the new <laughs> hotness." And I just think that's. It's like a, a crazy way to go about business in the modern age because yes, only a fraction of your playbase might be interested in these older games, but that doesn't mean you should just discard the entire history <laughs> or make it as difficult as possible as as they can to make these games playable. It's just 
it's just a complete well, like, it's step outside backwards of the, for me, man, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, outside the fact of just, you know, the fact that, yeah, like, you know, the whole game preservation is a whole thing. Xbox are obviously doing that with flying colors right now. Like, that's a, whole, that's a whole dimension to this that needs to be addressed. There is the sheer reality that they said, you know, go out and buy your games because, well, they didn't say go out yeah. and buy your games, but they did say, you know, the stores <laughs> are going to be going offline in, in July. So that's a massive impetus, you know, Mario 35 style to go and grab it while you can. Um, and a lot of people have been doing that only to realize that they can't actually access the most updated version of the game. Um, the thing, the wider sort of context for this as well is that in the notice that Sony put out, they did mention that um, after the storefronts go offline, you'll still be able to access your purchases. You'll still be able to go, if you've already bought something, then assumedly when you go on the, I don't know how, they haven't said how that's going to happen, but there will be must be some version of the PlayStation Store online, or I guess maybe you access it through the XMB or whatever, something that would let you get to a download button again. Um, and that would be the case that you can still access your purchased games, you just can't access anything else. And they haven't talked about patches, they haven't talked about trophies, um, or online multiplayer, whether all those servers get shut down or whatever else. So there's a lot of other stuff hanging around that. Um, at the minute, it just feels very slapdash. It's just sort of like yeah. this random thing of we're shutting these different storefronts. We don't have an alternative for you. We don't have anything ready to go. Um, and it's all very negative. Like the general conversation around Sony at the minute is that it, it's, it's reminding a lot of people of how they were with the PS3. Um, and they could do with just supplanting the negative uh, announcements with something like a monthly PlayStation subscriber service type thing with all yeah. these games added to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you do you trust? Because I, I don't know how much I trust them to actually let you access the stuff you've purchased after the storefronts go down. That still feels yeah. like it would be, you know, they're still paying someone for that to manage those servers at some point, And I just don't know if I trust that at all. I mean, I think if they just completely cut it off, that would be such a huge blow to them. People are already <laughs> up in arms about this stuff, you know what I mean? Mm. I'm sure eventually the service for all these games, like the service for every multiplayer game in existence, will eventually be turned off because not enough people are playing them and such. But I'd, I imagine it'll be like a gradual thing, but even a gradual mm. thing kind of sucks, you know? It's, it's like, yeah. imagine Disney suddenly going, look, we're, we're stopping Disney+. Plus. You can't get any of these older titles, so you're going to have to go out, buy a DVD player, buy, find, track down a version of that movie, but also, mm. even when you do, there might be a scene missing, the music might not work, you know what I mean? Course, Stuff like yeah. that. If you move it to another medium, it's just, it genuinely is like a little bit insane, but we kind of like accept it in gaming because there hasn't been that sense of preservation, or there's been a sense that, you know, if, if you want a game enough, it'll eventually get remastered or it'll mm. get remade or something like that. And I'm sure Sony will have some kind of solution to this in the long run, whether or not it's just updating their storefront and putting it on PlayStation 4 in drips and drabs, kind of like what mm -hmm. Nintendo is, well, was doing for a little bit, or whether it's a completely different idea, but even then, like that's gonna take some time, and they haven't been clear about what, if anything, they are replacing this storefront with, or whether it is just a straight net negative, and people have to <laughs> go out and scramble to buy the stuff digitally, or in the future track down a version of these games online, in, yeah. in hope that they're getting the best version of the game because I mean you know for PS3 games it's not going to be affected in the same way that you know PlayStation 4 era games would be because mm. PlayStation 4 for me I felt like that truly became the era of the day one patch but even then right. a lot of these games you mentioned like Battlefield 4 for instance like that was a train wreck at launch <laughs> and some of those patches don't work you're going to get Which a I'm sure they never fixed worse either, version of the game yeah. I, I, kind of they kind of did it took them a mm. little while but it was mostly there but after a mm. lot of patches you know what I mean 
Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, just the that idea of buying. I just I don't like the baseline reality of saying, you know, this is when the storefront goes offline. You can go spend your money, and it's not like they're being sold. It's not like there's a massive discount sale on where everything is like a couple of quid or a couple of pounds, couple of dollars, whatever. Um, they're still, you know, sizable prices for these games. Then you manage to download them because you're up against this time frame, um, and so then you realize that it actually doesn't work how it should. Like, obviously, there's some. Um, you know, the reality of the multiplayer stuff is something that maybe we'll just accept that isn't going to work. But the idea that you can't even access trophy data or that's not coming through as yeah. it should, um, or just base patches, like you said, for single player stuff, like in something like Battlefront, uh, Battlefield, um, that's just a whole big mess. It just, Sony just seem to be so all over the place um, at the minute where you've kind of got, um, you know, and it's, it's hard putting a face to a brand, but obviously on the Xbox side, you do have the likes of Phil Spencer, Aaron Greenberg, um, you know, speaking on behalf of Xbox and, and being the people that are associated with that brand. Like right now, Xbox's overall feel is just like, hey, we got you, don't worry, Game Pass, all these games, come yeah. play some games, that's cool. And they'll have, you know, there'll be problems going forward. But right now, Sony just feel like this weird, disparate, squiddly diddly style spider octopus thing trying to do 10 different things at once and none of them really feel like they're hitting home. Obviously, there's exclusives yeah. to come, but it just feels so all over the place at the minute. I think it's just because they haven't had anything good to latch onto. We've just had like a series of negative or negative skewing stories. You know, we've had mm. the whole thing with this uh, storefront shutting down. We've had the whole thing now about Days Gone and The Last of Us remake and stuff. And we've had no news about when the likes of God of War, Horizon, etc., etc., is going to yeah. come. The state of play, even that happened a month or so ago, wasn't really, you know, a complete blowout or anything like that. So what happened? No, it didn't, didn't blow us away. Not blowout. I'll completely mess those two up. But you know what I mean? Like they haven't <laughs> yes. had something good to kind of like latch onto. I think the best thing they've got recently was the PlayStation VR 2, which came out as like a blog post and they were just like, that exists, there you go. But apart from that, they kind of just like, they're in this weird position where they're treading water and they're getting a lot of flack. And I think Jim Ryan especially, you know, I don't want to place all of the blame on Jim, but I think, you know, there was a huge shift obviously after Sean Layden left, which everyone seemed to really appreciate like his approach to the PlayStation brand. Since Jim Ryan's taken over, you know, he's inherited this massive kind of ship and wanted to mm. make it bigger and better, but it's now be kind of become the well, face of guy. perhaps its decline or its controversy. Yeah, he was the dude at the Gran Turismo event saying <laughs> no one wants to play old yeah. Gran Turismo, which I'm sure he, like, there was a way wider point that you could have made there. And obviously, like, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that when he's trying to celebrate and advertise the new, newest Gran Turismo, um, and there's this leg- legacy system showing the originals, um, and he was like, no one wants to play that. Like, look at this. Um, I get that. <laughs> but I still think that, you know, at some point, your PlayStation, you have a legacy. It's a monetizable legacy. And if you don't allow yeah. us access to, like, you know, buy the games, um, then the old school Steve Jobs adage will always come true that people will pirate the thing that they can't get access to as one of the most popular ways to access those games. Like you look at um, emulators on PC and Mac, like the um, I think it's called PS... I'm not going to try and name the emulators, but I know there's two, two or three of them that people right. uh, default to when they can't get access to these games. If you don't provide a legal version, a legal way to do it, then a lot of people are just going to pirate this stuff. So I think like that's a whole other, again, like, dimension to the conversation um, because people... The Steve Jobs thing I mentioned because Steve... Jobs said that people would rather pay for a thing than have to go and pirate it, but it's all about the access to it. And if they're not going to provide it, then that's a whole just that's just a missing opportunity. Like it's almost like we're saying, like, hey Sony, we'd like to pay for your games. We like PlayStation. Just put them on a storefront and we'll do it. Yeah. Um, but they just seem to be going, nah, you don't want them. You don't want all this stuff. You just you want the new stuff. And then the kind of barely sort of uh, ticking that box as well. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below of the idea of PS3 games going away even earlier than they were supposed to be and where Sony are at right now. Uh, for now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. 
I've been Josh from whatculture.com. I will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.